0: Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast, followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Book 2, Section 7, Chapter 74. What Philip did in 1560 in the three subsequent years. How Philip discerned the secret thoughts. The first year of Pope Pius IV, Philip's age 45. It was in the year 60 of our century, I think, that a young man of respectable family who devoted his life to the pursuit of pleasure happened to bump into a friend while out walking, which friend greeted him warmly. The latter was a religiously minded man and followed the guidance of God in all he did. Pretending to be going somewhere else, he accordingly brought his friend to the discourses in our oratory. And his friend followed, albeit reluctantly. He listened to the discourses and afterwards wanted to go home. But his friend, who was eager to save his soul, took him to meet Philip and then persuaded him to go to confession to him. Though nothing had been further from his mind. Hardly had his friend suggested this than the young man imagined he was being ridiculed and began to resent his good intentions. Nevertheless, he was overawed by the appearance of the Holy Father and knelt down before him to make a show of going to confession. He invited to relate his crimes, since he had no intention of admitting anything. He told the falsehoods about his sins. The Holy Father discerned this through God's agency and asked him whether he had not committed any other wrong. Let him open himself in confession. He replied that he had already explained everything quite adequately. But Philip put his arm round him and said, It's all lies, my son. The confession of sins you have made is false and deceitful. But come now, take my advice. Confess everything properly. And if you do that, you will be fit to be forgiven. His words were not wasted. For what he said so influenced the man that he began to realize Philip's true holiness He began his confession again, telling everything from his childhood, and surrendered himself totally to Philip's guidance. Soon afterwards he joined the Franciscan community known as the observance, and there he died in holiness. The name he took, Raffaele Lupi, is held in honor in the community he joined. In the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen angels of god our guardians dear to whom god's love commits us here ever this day be at our side to light and guard to rule and guide amen most sacred heart of jesus have mercy on us saint philip Neri, choices of priests gentle guide of youth vessel of the holy ghost pray for us in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. In religious orders, like the Franciscans, it's very common for the young men to talk about their vocation stories. Often, vocations are very interesting, and the background is very interesting. And young men like to hear from others what their story is. How did you come here? Well, just think what Raffaele must have told his fellow novices when they asked him, how did you get here? Well, he would have to tell the story of how he tried to go to confession just to save face, how he tried to lie, and how this priest saw through it. It's quite a story. He must have told them how gentle the priest was He put his arm around him. He didn't scream at him. He didn't yell at him. He didn't berate him. But he invited him once again to tell the truth. For our Lord said, the truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. And it's by telling the truth in confession that we are set free from our sins. And the more truthful we can be, the more specific we can be, the better. The best way to make use of confession is to humbly tell the Lord through his minister exactly what we've done without hiding it, without excusing it. For he who humbles himself, Jesus says, will be exalted. But the other interesting detail of his vocation story, if he had told it, was how this whole thing happened by a chance meeting. He was out for a walk and he happened to bump into a friend. The last thing on Raffaele's mind that day was to go to confession. He may have been out for a walk to try to gain some kind of pleasure. Who knows who he was going to see? And he just happened to bump into a friend. And do we realize. How. God's timing. Is so remarkable. Because when two people are out walking. For them to bump into each other. So many things had to happen. So many delays. Or. Or other things had to happen that day. For the timing to happen in that way. For that friend to be there with the other friend. Now. We don't know who this other friend is. He's not named. Although in the footnotes, you can discover uh, some of how this came about in the story. But the point is, is that a very holy priest, a Franciscan, grew out of another person trying to bear witness. A layman in the world trying to help someone else save their soul encouraging him, being clever, drawing him into the church, encouraging him to make confession. So let us ask the Lord tonight on this feast of the North American martyrs, St. Jean de Brebeuf and Isaac Jogues and their companions, to give us the grace to be zealous, to give us the grace to be missionaries, to give us the grace to be on the lookout for trying to help people,